0: We're back like we never left. Episode four of the podcast that no one asked for. Brought to you by the Ascension Podcast Network. I'm Paulie Bruz, aka Paul Brzez, joined by King Kailino and J Pens, Kyle Here. George, and Here. Jordan Pensabene. Uh, welcome, guys. Another week, another full jam-packed episode. What I'm going to do first um, is Jordan wants to address everybody being correct in the poll about Batman and him taking an L and not being happy with it.
1: Yeah, bum. Yeah, listen. I don't know who the 39% of you are. but well, I'm just going to say this. I'm
2: right here. I right. I'm I also right here. All right. I voted All right. for Batman, you bum. So,
1: so listen up. Listen right now. <laughs> when Batman's on the street... And you guys, you know, make an illegal U turn or, you know, run a red light or something like that. And he pulls out of your car and beats the crap out of you. I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> all right. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing.
2: I don't, I don't know where, where that joke word. started. I don't know all where right. that joke started, but it's incorrect, right? It's He's mad. not going to beat me up because I made an illegal U turn. You're just he, he, mad. You're mad because you're broke.
1: He's gonna see. That's he's it. gonna see you texting and driving, and he's going to curb stomp you into next week. That doesn't feel, make any sense. Bro, uh, Kyle, I gonna tell you Kyle,
0: right. I know what it is. I, I think. I think Batman has been sneaking up in the bars and taking some of the ladies away from Jordan. That's it. That's and it. that's where the hostility that's is coming from. Exactly. You know,
1: listen, he's too busy. He's too busy dealing. Uh, you know, arresting drug dealers and stuff <laughs> like that. People with you know an ounce of weed on him. That's what he's too busy doing. He, he doesn't have time to go out to the bar. <laughs> so, I can so tell man, listen, jo- listen the joker's gonna walk by with 10 million dollars because he's in a freaking garbage man's uh,
0: oh, costume my or something. oh my god oh my god
2: be jordan bro he doesn't know what he's talking he's about so
0: he's so hurt he's <laughs> so hurt by batman uh but let's get into the first topic obviously um this one's gonna come from um the hollywood um circles uh kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Um, Kim's filing for divorce. Um, You know, this one's kind of been brewing for a while. Kind of surprising because, you know, initially, obviously, Kanye worshipped the ground uh, that she walked on. And, you know, Kanye obviously has gone through, you know, his battles with bipolar disorder and things like that. So, you know, it seems like it finally everything came to a head and and Kim filed for divorce. You know, Kanye, yay! you know, uh, I doubt you're listening, but if for some reason this makes it to you, um, you know, let's let's collaborate. We can go over my notes from last year and then we can finally get back some good music from the good music creator, um, you know, and, and get some get some good tracks going. Because, I mean, last time your heart was broken, you dropped a banger. Um, so, I mean, I guess, fingers crossed, we can hope that happens again. Uh, you know, fellas, y- your thoughts on this.
2: I'll start. Um like, I don't even – I feel like there's, a, like, a long time coming, right? Like, if you look at every, everything that led up to this, like, Kanye was living on his own in Wyoming, doing his own thing. And I think um, – I just – I felt like a lot of the outbreaks had to do with him not getting along with the Kardashian family, whatever whatever it may be. Um, like, I don't know. I don't know how to just like describe it from like, but from our perspective, I had a feeling this was happening. I knew this was coming. Like they, they definitely were living separate lives. Like she was very much about like keeping up appearances, and and Kanye, I'm very relatable to Kanye, right? Like I, I don't like, I don't give a shit about keeping up appearances. I don't care about all that other shit. I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna do my thing. Obviously, I, I, I don't think I, I definitely don't suffer from bipolar disorder, but. Like I understand where he's coming from where he just doesn't give a shit. And I'm pretty sure the Kardashian family as a whole, they're like they see I I, I don't want to say like the wrong thing, but I feel like they're very controlling in what the message is that's being brought out to the public. Does that make sense? Am I saying that correctly? No,
0: yeah, no, I definitely feel what you're saying. I mean, I I I, I get the whole relatable thing to Kanye too, but it has been brewing for a while. I mean, I didn't I don't watch the show. Um, but I know a bunch of people who do, and and he was on there less and less. And obviously, you know, when he moved to Wyoming, it's not L.A. You know, Kim's trying to become a lawyer. I know that because you know, following the media and stuff like that. So it just seems like they finally got you know to, on two totally different paths. And 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 now now you know you know people go through divorces. I went through once. So like I said, yay, hit me up. I I, I just I need some Yeezys, and, and that's all I that's all I need. And I know you got like. Them just sitting around in boxes. So, Jordan, what about you? I know, uh, I know. This is, uh, you know, you're not going to side with the women's here. So, let's hear what you got to say. Well,
1: first off, if you want Yeezys, so all you got to do is ask Jude. Because that's know, very Jude, true. Jude's got the hook out more than anybody. That's um, very true. Well, uh, honestly, I, Kyle, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like, it was kind of like a long time coming. It just didn't feel like a real relationship or a real marriage yeah. or anything. And I, I honestly, I think the most important thing here is like you feel bad for the kids. Yep. You want to put them Absolutely. through all this stuff. Um, so you know it's it's tough to see I'm not a big like Hollywood relationship guy this was just so that's That's my my forte (laughs) (laughs) um you know I, I like for me like I said it's it's the kids most importantly make sure they're okay but you know Kyle I think you're right like the Kardashians are such like a controlling family like you have to do it their way and you have to you know it's their way or the highway essentially and like I feel like Kanye is such an independent person and
2: He's like, let's be clear, like right off the rip, like Kanye does his own thing, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's going to do whatever he wants to do regardless. And I think for the Kardashians as a whole, that's probably threatening to them. Right. So I feel like a lot of yeah, because they can't control
0: it. They can't control. They can't control the person in the and I don't know the exact word I want to use, but they can't control. Yay. They can't. And that I'm sure that's always I mean, he's had tweets where he's called out Chris, he's called out other members, like, and then obviously a lot of them have gotten deleted, but but they can't put him under that, under their thumb. Chris can't put Kanye under the thumb. And I'm right. sure that's I'm sure that's always been, you know, one of the main rifts, at least not between him and Kim per se, but you know, everybody knows Chris is always in in Kim's ear. Um, whether it be negative or positive. So I'm, I'm sure that didn't help the, the situation at all because mm-hmm. Chris is involved in all of their shit. She yeah. always has been from the jump.
1: Yeah. I'm honestly surprised it lasted so long. Like, Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, it sucks though, man. Like you do feel, because this is, it, no matter if you're a celebrity, if you're a normal person or if you're Jude,
2: um you know <laughs> <fucking> wrecked, dude.
1: <laughs> you know, this 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 stuff, breakups and shit are tough. So, you know, you feel for, for both of them. I know yeah. people like don't like the Kardashians, people don't like Kanye. I couldn't care less for, for either of them, but you know, you do feel feel sympathy for both Kim and Kanye because they have been together for a long time and you know it's tough doing a breakup stuff, especially again, you come back to the kids and everything. No, I feel no sure. sympathy
0: for my ex. Fuck that shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can we go one episode, Paulie? One nah, episode?
0: Never. Um, I'm 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 getting through it. The podcast is therapeutic. I'm breathing in and out now.
2: All right, fine, fine, vent, vent, Paulie.
0: But uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go into a to another kind of feud. This is obviously isn't a relationship one, uh, but <laughs> kind <it's get>, of, <laughs> right. <laughs> So, um, Trevor Bauer and Noah Syndergaard kind of got into it a little bit on Twitter. Um, you know, I wanted Bauer to sign with the Mets. Um, you know, even granted what we knew before, I thought it was going to be a good opportunity for them to improve the rotation. Um, but man, I can't be more glad they didn't sign this guy. Um, he's absolutely insufferable. Um, he tries to be witty and Thor just absolutely dominated him. Um, with, with Molnir. Uh, I always pronounce that wrong. I think I butchered it again. i never say it right. And however many times I've watched all the Marvel movies, Um, but Thor just, just handled him um, and and Bauer couldn't take it. Then obviously Strowman got involved, which a lot of people feel certain ways about Marcus Strowman because of how he is on social media. Um, So it's just been uh, some back and forth, but Thor bringing up, you know, getting injured, um, you know, by a drone and 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 just everything that Thor did there just absolutely owned Bauer and it was amazing. And dude got his money and is just now he doesn't care and he's just going after everything. Um Kyle, I know obviously the Mets aren't your forte, but you know, you do follow what's going on. So so what do you think?
2: Uh let me just start off by saying it's real big bozo energy, IMO. Indeed. Um <laughs> so like I, i've been like i haven't been on twitter as much late this week um uh, when it was all going down but i was catching like glimpses of it um and it just like like when i like, when i logged on that one day and this dude was doing like calculus on the contract of fernando tatis jr right i'm sitting here yes. like oh, what is this why is this dude pocket watching like why are you in this man's like pockets, like I, I'm uncomfortable with the level of pocket watching that's going on here. And he's just like, well, if you divide the, uh, <laughs> the, the yeah, by he's 12,
0: such a fu- he's such a bozo multiply
2: it by 12 and then you'll have the actual algorithm that I'm conducting. I'm like, what dude, just shut up? Nobody cares. Like, let that <laughs> man enjoy his signing bonus and you go over there, do whatever the hell you're doing. Enjoy that. But then they got into the I saw the argument going back and forth between the oh, excuse me, Noah Syndergaard and all that I probably said his name wrong, and I'm apologizing.
0: No, you did. You said it right. You're good.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, like, I saw that argument going back and forth. And then you said Marcus Stroman got involved, right? Like, I didn't see that part, but I like it just it's just weird. Like, I, and I've heard this about Bauer, right? I've heard he's got like weird behaviors. Um, and people were thrown out of around pictures of him and his agent very being very close together and kind of like romantic in a way. And I'm just kind of like, yo, that's like, I mean, this dude's got to do what he does. Right. Like, but at the same time, like pocket watching other people, like, that's just weird. That's weird behavior. That's weird energy. Don't like, don't go in another man or ne- another man, woman's pockets, like, and just commenting on what they're making. Like, just it just feels weird to me, but that also kind of gives a credence to the sports world in general, where the contract information is just so out there right like it's just so available for us to kind of digest and i just it's just weird you know i don't know if you guys feel the same way
0: oh definitely uh, is weird man
2: it, but just comp- going on a twitter rant like he did and just going out there and saying well well you know he should have done this that and the third and i'm like "Yo, shut up just like you got your money he got his it's over call and, it a day
0: and one of the things uh, jordan before i let you go um you know when i the term that was used on uh, the middle initial podcast when they had Delvin on last episode, you know, everything is wrestling. Um, I'm a big fan of heels, AKA the bad guys. If you're not into wrestling lingo Um, and heels are always something that are good because of the villain, they fire everybody up, they get everything going. But what Bauer is doing, I mean, these are people that it's not wrestling in this instance. It's not, you know, something that is while the storylines are scripted, you know, these are people he's actually working with. It's not something that they know that, hey, we're going out here and this is our job. Like, he is going to likely be in the batter's box, possibly against Noah Syndergaard or Strowman. Like, and, and other players around the league that he's rubbed the wrong way. So, it, it, it's just a, an, an interesting, weird, odd dynamic that this is how he chooses to go about it. Jordan, what do you got?
1: Yeah, the, first of all, when I first saw it, I was like, we don't need another – Twitter beef, like, I, it's just tiring. Like, Syndergaard and, and Bauer are both, like, well-known to be on Twitter and interacting with fans and, you know, arguing with people. And it's like, l- just let it go. Like, both of you just got to let stuff go. Like, the, the joke Syndergaard made was funny. Like, Bauer just has to, like, just eat it. Just be like, Take the L.
0: Take the L and move on. on.
1: But he, he can't. To, yeah, let it roll off your back. Like, you know, who cares? Like you said, like, Bauer got his money. He's home. He's, he's in L.A., Syndergaard just spoken a little fun at him. Who cares? Like, just move on, y'all. Yo. Like, you're making this a whole ordeal, and then you're going to get into it with another Mets pitcher, um, with Strowman, about a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's like, man, like, why can't you just let stuff go? Like, listen, I- I'm all for athletes, no matter what sport, having an opinion, doing what you got to say, and what you got to say. Like, sometimes you just got to rein it in. Like, yeah. Just hold yep. back, yo. Like like you said, like with the Tatis stuff that like that stuff was dude, just be like, hey man, like, congratulations, you know, you well deserved on getting all that money, blah, blah, blah. and keep it pushing, yo. Like that's I hope
0: thing. I hope that Tatis gets an absolute moonshot off of him and stares at him the first time he faces him. Like that's that's what I want. Because there's like we've said, don't pocket watch. And that's it's just it's mm-hmm. just a weird thing to do.
2: and on top of that. Paulie, like, like, just the fact, right, that this guy, like him and Tati's, never probably never spoke before, right? They're just like kind of just doing their own thing, right? Like he's earned that, like he's earned the right to earn that money, and you're yep. sitting here and saying, "Listen, I don't, I don't think you did it right." That's disrespectful to me. Like, you don't tell another person who has put in the time, the effort to their craft, honing it. Like, not all of us are gifted to play baseball, right? Not all of us are gifted to play football. Not all of us are gifted to do this, that, and the third, right? We're all special in our own way. But to then sit there Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you're special in a different way.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, hey, listen, I know that. You ain't got to tell me twice.
2: (laughs) Hey. I mean, like, let's – but let's be real. Like, to sit here and say, like, to just count this man's dollars, to count this man's, like, oh, I don't think you negotiated this well. Like, that's so disrespectful. Like, this man earned – every dollar of that contract like just stop being a little and let's not forget
0: let's not forget what how bauer handled his his offseason in free agency Uh, where yeah where he used where he used the mets Mm -hmm. to drive up the money to go where he wanted to go anyways which is return home so i mean big bozo energy like you said i don't know Mm -hmm. if he's going to be a nominee But I mean, that's what it is. He, he, he had the opportunity to make big money and he did. He's had a year and a half of good pitching. Like, I mean, like I said, I didn't want him based on how he was last year, but just man, he keeps rubbing people the wrong way. And it's, 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 like I said, it's insufferable and yeah. And it's just annoying.
2: And it's similar to the Kirk cousins incident uh, a few years ago when the, with the jets, right. Where he literally was on tape saying he was using the jets as leverage to get the contract he wants, like it's just big bozo energy all around, right? Like, don't don't yep. use a team to get the money you want because it just it just looks bad. It looks a bad taste in people's mouths. Like, Mark Kirk I mean,
1: Cousins forever and always. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: and I, I mean, Jordan, as as Mets fans, I, I'm kind of happy with where the Mets kind of used the other money that they didn't exactly. get. They didn't guys- get. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the Pilar signing. Um, I like Taiwan Walker over two years, so yeah, I well, think. Paulie, with the,
1: yeah, Paulie, you know how Mets fans are. We didn't do a thing this offseason. Oh right? yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I forgot. <laughs> we did. Oh, yeah, we did nothing.
0: Not you know, Steve Cohen is just um, you know, the Sam's Choice version of the Will Ponds and yeah, yeah. Sam's so, Club. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Sam's yeah. Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so.
2: <laughs> but you guys like you have to feel good about that, right? Like he. Oh, absolutely. I mean, jerk. I know
0: Jordan and I do. Yeah. Jordan and I are thrilled. I mean, there's. there's we know this there's people in every fan base that just choose to continue and remain miserable no matter what is going on so I mean if you can't be thrilled I mean there was a there was a there was a writer a Mets writer I can't remember who it was who basically said well they got Lindor but they still had a bad offseason like what I'm sorry that, that, that those two things can't go together You can't trade for one of the best shortstops in baseball and say you had a bad offseason, especially when they flipped over half of their 40-man roster. But that's another discussion for another day. So um, (laughs) the next thing that I want to talk about, um, you know, something that we all watched and we were talking about in the group chat was um, just the amazing scene um, and and spectacle that was um, the Lake Tahoe hockey. Um, Obviously, back-to-back games, um, the just – uh, Yesterday with the Avalanche and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, um, the scene was just beautiful. Um, Obviously, um, in that kind of setting, especially when you have outdoor games, there's always ice issues. um, Being where they were located and how bright the sun was and and it was just a clear day, obviously made the ice pretty crappy really quick and they had to push the game back to midnight. Um, I didn't finish watching the game because I was not – Yeah, I'm washed. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm washed. I'm 33 and
2: a Dirty bastard.
0: Yeah. So I didn't end up staying up for the game, but I mean, obviously the Bruins are playing today uh, against the Flyers. Um, But the scene was just awesome. Kind of what I wanted to do is I wanted to get you guys thoughts and then I'm going to kick it back to me to kind of give some other thoughts on some other sports doing things
1: related to that.
2: Let's, let's get let's jordan go because i've spoken way too fucking much <laughs> to uh,
1: i mean i i loved it like the pictures and everything and my Gorgeous. Favorite, my favorite part of it was um you know seeing the early in the in the first period before the game got uh postponed for a bit was seeing the fans in the water watching the game like i think that, that was, was, was cool so freaking cool i think uh the nhL should do a lot more of this i think you know people would be so receptive of it um just the uh, the energy of it like I, I mean my listen my parents started watching my my dad. I amazing. did too. Yeah, I did they, too. They, they thought it was so cool. I put it on. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" It's because it's different. Like this. Yeah. What you need. You need Different. That's a, that's a way to draw fans. It's a it's a way for to get people to watch. It, it's awesome. Yeah, you know what? The sun thing. It, it. I mean, I shouldn't say it happens, but you know, it's a it's a something that happened, and it's whatever. And honestly, man, the midnight hockey thing was awesome. Like it was so cool. It was like it felt like a backyard pond hockey kind of thing where you just got your friends out there skating on ice. And you know, and and having a game like I thought that was so cool. It's kind of an old school feel. I stayed up to to watch the game. Um, they had like lights out there, and every, it was just it, it was awesome. I, I thought the NHL did a great job with it, and I'm sure tonight the the Flyers Bruins game is going to be a, a great great one too. It's it's a rivalry game. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think this is awesome, and I hope that they do more of this because I know fans are going to love it. And you know, Kyle, you no, know, let me know what you think about it.
2: Yeah. So, I so I, 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 didn't watch the games, uh, to be fair. So my opinion is based on the images that I saw of the games that, that had occurred. Um, but what I love is just the location, right? The location was absolutely stellar and it made me think, you know, what other sports can do this. I feel like it's very difficult to kind of put that into words. Like what other sports can do like football? I don't think you can have that kind of situation, but I think also what, What comes of this is when we're in this pandemic you're also opening yourself up to kind of these events that are uh more televised than anything else right so if you have the this game that is predominantly televised you have the opportunity to then take it out to a, a an area that's um i guess more remote right in in that in that aspect where it's it's more scenery uh than crowd so it made me think like man what if we got like a very, a, a baseball game in a certain area, or if we had a football game in a certain area, it's like one of those things where you just think about that kind of thing. And I really loved that scenery, right? Like I watched the pictures. Um, I saw the image of uh, what's his name? Dusty Gooch. Love that name. <laughs> very Dusty fired Gooch. up.
0: Absolute um, legend, Dusty Gooch.
2: I'm very fired up by the name. I'm, I'm ecstatic about the name. Um, but just seeing that scenery and it was just like so gorgeous. And I'm just like, man, First of all, we have a beautiful um, – a co- this country is just so beautiful with all the areas and locales mm-hmm. that we have, right? Like I just want to see more of that as extend to more sports, right? Like hockey can do that because all you got to do is just put some ice down, right? And then like yeah. skate on it. Now I want to see that with football, and I want to see that with baseball, and I want to see that continuing forward, and I want to see that with like different sports and stuff like that. Well,
0: and one of the things I, I did like about the no fans, which – it gave a different element than we have in arenas. Like you can really hear the guys, like you could hear the defensemen and the goalies communicating. And I think that is something that the NHL should kind of, I mean, obviously once the pandemic's over, they're going to want to make their money and they're probably going to put it in venues where they can have fans, but the ability that, that you could hear communication on the ice, which is something you rarely hear yes. uh, was, was pretty cool too. Um, and you, you, one of the things when you met, you mentioned baseball and you mentioned football, um, one of the things that I thought of instantly was imagine having a Lakers Clippers game at Venice beach. Oh, wow. It, like, that's awesome. Like, just think that's about, just think about that view and a basketball game at Venice beach with the court down with or without fans. I mean, that's something to me, the NBA should think about doing is putting games outside in nice weather areas. I mean, obviously you know, moisture on the court becomes an issue. So I don't know how they would handle that, but being able to do something like that would just, just be awesome to see with a basketball court on a beach. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that because I think what this pandemic is showing us, right. Is that you can have these events, these sports without fans still generate that revenue. Right. And when we go back to what we perceive as, a normal, right? A quote, unquote. I, I use quotations with my hands. I realized we're on audio. So quote, unquote, <laughs> normal, right? When we go back
0: to Yeah, that, don't do what Jude does. Don't do what Jude was and, and ask all the listeners how they're doing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to answer you, buddy. But in, but in reality, when you go back to that kind of like that, you know, what, what the next step is for civilization as a whole, right? You could have these types of games, right? With with Because baseball plays x many games right you have um hockey plays x many games right you could probably dedicate a game or two to a scenic location that doesn't have fans but it's more of like a holy shit we're playing in this location kind of thing you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. that's that's what i would like to see sports evolve into um that's what i would like to see us traverse to because it's not about being – like, we've all been to games, right? Patrick
0: Mahomes like, in the Grand Canyon. What a-
2: <laughs> I mean, like, that's wild, bro. You got the, the little river in the Grand Canyon <laughs> right next to Patrick Mahomes for 400 yards, and you're just like, holy shit, he's in the Grand Canyon run for 400 yards. That is the memory, right? Like, we won't – like, we've been to all these games. Like, how many games have you been to? Like, I have season tickets to the Jets. I know. Boomy, right? Like <laughs> – You you go to these games, how many of them are memorable, right? But when you take and you sit here and you say, oh, I watched that amazing Lake Tahoe game on TV. And like you remember that, right? So I think the memory of the sport itself will be encapsulated regardless of who's there or who's not, right? Just have that mindset going forward. And I think we could have like sports transcend. Next thing you know, we're talking about uh, we got a football game being played on the moon but uh, I don't know how gravity Yes, works, Elon Musk, just... make it happen. Make Elon it happen, Elon. Elon. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> one more thing uh, before we change topics. You just realize, like, after, you know, the whole pandemic, well, uh, now that happened, it's still going on, but, you know, that sports were taken away from us, like, for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, you want more special moments now. Yep. And, and, like, listen, having sports back is fantastic. All right? Like, you don't realize, like, how much you miss them until, you know, they're taken away from you like that even if you can't go to the games you watch them on tv it's still great to you know to watch Absolutely. like you, you know i watched um yeah I know you guys aren't really big soccer fans but you know i watched the Inter and ac milan game you know it's a derby del uh derby del milano and it's like it's incredible like you you miss like i went a whole year and like i didn't get to see that happen it's like now i got to watch it and it's so fun that you know it's sports are back and like we're watching something. Uh, you know obviously it's such that there are no fans there but Like you guys are saying, like having it in a different spot, in a different place, wherever it is around the world, it just it makes for such a cool memory for you to have.
0: Yep. And not only that, but it eliminates the excuse like once once this ends and teams are able to start generating revenue at at their normal rates again, they can't say, well, you know, we could lose money if we host a game with no fans. You've done it and survived. So a game here or there is not going to bankrupt you because you did survive through it. So, you know, that's, that's another thing where they can just forget about that excuse because it's not there anymore. You know what I mean? Like there's opportunity to, to do things. And, um, you know, so transitioning into our, our topic here—it um, was uh, suggested by Kyle uh, because he got a little nostalgic today and Absolutely. decided that he that he was going to play Grand Theft Auto Five again. Uh, so, <laughs> Kyle, I'm going to let you kind of drive this one um, because,
1: That's Unintended. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, look, see what
0: I did there. Nice segue. Look at me. Uh-huh. So, um, I'll let you drive here. You know, we'll give some takes and then maybe talk about our favorite Grand Theft Auto games, whether it's five or another one. Uh, so Kyle, um, put start your engine.
2: Thank you, sir. Vroom vroom scratch er, er, shirt on the bitch, you know what I mean. Like, so, um, I decided to, for whatever reason, um, play Grand Theft Auto five again today because I just kind of had that lull between uh. I was playing Destiny with my my clan. Shout out Tower Rangers, of course. that that's my my clan. Tower
0: Rangers, I like that. I like yeah, that. I don't know. I, love that. I don't know what that tower it. means, but it's cool because it's like power. So
2: yeah, exactly. So uh, to give you a rundown, Polly, Tower in Destiny is the main hub social gathering. Oh. Okay. They, they played on Power Tower. You, you get the role. You get the role. yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, I have no
1: idea what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> the big you know you know just go off the vibes jordan just go off the sure, vibes. yeah so what happened is you know i just got off playing destiny with my my voice right and then i was just like yo I, you know we got some time we record the pod uh let me play some grand the total five you know i hadn't played it in a while and i mean like i'm talking a couple years since it's last i've last played it i downloaded on my pc I start to play it and i'm just like playing through the missions it's like yo like we, we talk about timeless games um and we talk about stuff that like lat- like that that you just can go back to anytime and just kind of play through it and you're just like holy shit this is so good right it is so good i i i went and i so in this year right i i have played since the pandemic started i've gone back to vice city i've gone back to san andreas i have now gone back to grand theft auto 5 and then you kind of uh, I, I, I have this comparison between the three, I guess, as a whole. And you just go back to Grand Theft Auto V, which was released eight years ago. And we're yeah. going on eight years. It just holds up so well. It plays so great. The story is amazing. And we're talking about... And it's hard, it's hard for a lot of game companies to nail the story on one character. Grand Theft Auto manages, manages to nail the story on three characters. It's,
0: it's, it's, it's really it's really remarkable what they it's, were able to do.
2: And we're talking about four characters if you count the actual location of the game itself. Uh, San Andreas, which is now the county of Los Santos, and then yep. the, the expanding area behind that. And um, it's just the way it's done, the story – Uh, The missions themselves, the way the game feels, the plays, it's just just stellar. And it's really a a testament to Rockstar Games themselves who have really only released two games in this decade, which is Grand Theft Auto V and Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, both of those games, I I really feel, are at the pinnacle of uh, storytelling and gameplay, in my opinion. Um, And I'd like to get your thoughts uh, we'll start with Jordan on this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, when it comes to video games, the only ones I really play are, you know, FIFA. Um, Madden, not as much, but, you know, i be the show and all that. But the one game that I always loved to play that wasn't a sports game was Grand Theft Auto. Because it was just, like, different. Like, I, I was never into, like, the Call of Duties, any of that. Same. And, like, I mean, was, like, it, not that they're not good games. I just, honestly, I sucked at them. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to play these. If I suck at them, it's a waste of time. But Grand Theft Auto was just so fun because it was just so different. Like you're just driving around, you know, beating people up, taking people's money. But then Kyle's right. Like the story behind it is really cool and the characters and and everything. You know, I, it's one of my favorite games and I'm not a, I'm not a huge video game person. Like I'll play on occasion, but like Grand Theft Auto is one of the games that it's just a classic. Like even when I was younger, like I would always have to buy Grand Theft Auto every time it came out. Like, um, I don't know Kyle kind of summed it up perfectly to be honest um Paul like I know you probably feel the same as both of us but you know what do you think about it
0: yeah well I definitely feel the same um you know I've liked them all I've played and beat them all my favorite still will always be Grand Theft Auto 3 um I loved Liberty City I thought it was a cool concept that was actually the first Grand Theft Auto game I ever played I think it came back I think it was, I think it was Oh one. I think it came out in 2001. Yeah. Um, so that was the first one I played. I love that Liberty city kind of mimicked. you know, kind of made me think New York city ish. Um, if you know, there's been so many rumors about six, um, I mean, not, uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto six. Um, you know, I would like to see them, you know, a modern Liberty city or, you know, go back to Miami and make it a modern vice city. But like, I, I just, the game itself and i i'm like Jordan. i I never got into the call of duties um you know kyle i don't play destiny you know i've played sports games and here or there i dabble into you know maybe a spider-man here or there but then i you know i never finish or you know the grand theft auto games which you know they 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 captivate you and and you you it's it's kind of like a movie you get into the characters and you follow the storyline and you do the missions and and you get sucked right in so yeah um like I said, that's where I would like to see them to go with the next one. Is is modern day Liberty City, modern day Vice City, you know, because obviously Vice City where when it was based, but could you imagine doing a modern day Miami with a bad boys feel? I mean, oh yeah. Man, listen right now. Like that would be super dope. And that just came to me. Like, cause I've always thought I want modern liberty, I want modern vice in the next one. But like, could you imagine like a bad boys type of Grand Theft Auto? my god that would be that would be ridiculous
2: yeah and 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 paulie really just kind of like you know sp- catapulting off of what you said right like um they've already kind of done a modern day liberty city with grand theft auto 4 which i feel like gets forgotten a lot but also was a stellar game in itself with a story and and the the, the world but um i really feel like vice city is what they're going to go to next um based on what what i've mm-hmm. you know the trends or they might do a whole new like location but i really feel like Vice City itself is the next location, but um, just kind of wanted to touch on the point of the worlds that they build, right? Like, as you know, video gaming as a whole is just so incredible uh, in terms of world building. But when it's done right, it, it feels like an escape. It feels like a like you just go into these worlds and it's just it's so mm-hmm. vivid. Yep. Uh, it feels lived in, and that's what Grand Theft Auto Five captures. Like, like. I don't even know how to describe it like just so well that the world feels like like it's it's breathing its own life. Yeah.
0: I don't know how Rockstar
2: does it. They do. do I know so well that it's just you can't even describe it with words. And that's kind of what I wanted to touch on um and i was also playing a little bit of red dead redemption too i don't know if you guys have played that as well but uh, i have not no that's just that well that i'll just go shortly quickly and i'll just say that's one of my favorite games of all time just the story um that that's being told there and and if you haven't played it i really do recommend everybody goes through and plays it once it's going to take you about a month to complete because the story is i mean if you're a working adult right it's a very long game but uh i i recommend everybody plays it um and then you Know that's just that's what my thoughts,
0: <laughs> Kyle. That was great. Um, I always love discussing you know Grand Theft Auto video games, stuff like that, and I know that's your passion, so we'll make sure we get more of that on for everybody. Uh, so now we're gonna go into our final segment. It's everybody's favorite segment, it's always buzzing on Twitter. Um, you know, make sure you're using the hashtag Big bozo energy. Um, everybody's loved it. Um, we're gonna eventually. Um, you know, kind of spoiler alert, um, breaking news, if you will. We'll eventually have some merchant stuff going out there. So we'll bring that up to everybody. Um, but jumping into big bozo energy, uh, my big bozo is going to be um the kid. Um, and again, it's a young kid, so I'm not gonna go too hard on him. Um, but the kid that was challenging Cam Newton at his camp. Um, you know, he was going in on Cam, calling him poor, calling him a free agent, calling him a bum. I mean, this dude is a Heisman Trophy winner. This dude is a national champion. This dude is an NFL MVP. This dude has played in a Super Bowl. Um, Yes, he hasn't been good and been injured kind of the last couple of years, but the dude has paid his dues and was a hell of a player in college, and in the NFL, um, to go to his camp. And, and this is a problem with, with social media. I mean, you know, social media is great, but it's also terrible. This kid had one intention at this camp and it was to go viral and, and, and show this big bozo energy, um, to try to get cam out of character. So he could be like, look what I did to cam. Um, cam has released a statement on Instagram. I didn't read the full thing cause he uses that weird ass font and it's hard to read. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, he basically was saying is like, people are saying, you know, you know, why was I asking for his father? And he and, and people were like, oh, why would he ask the dude where is dad?" Well, Cam made it clear that, like, who am I to 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 address this child when he really needs someone to be addressing him? So Cam wanted to speak to the father so that the father could have a conversation with this kid. So we all know that, that what this kid was trying to do is he was not only one number one trying to go viral, which he did, but he was also trying to get Cam in a moment of vulnerability to try to to piss him off and make him get out of character so that Cam could have a bad look in the off season. And and to me, that's the problem with, with a lot of the kids this day, these days, they, they, they don't feel like there's any authority. They feel like they can do whatever they want. I mean, why not go to this camp and get the knowledge from Cam Newton as someone who's done it and gone through the process to, to help better yourself. Clearly he ain't taking it serious. Maybe it'll be an eye opener for this dude, but my big bozo is the dude that, that tried to come at Cam um, for no reason other than just to go viral and 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 blow up the way he did, which that's what happens with social media. He went viral, uh, but that's just big bozo energy. Kyle,
2: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree. I think that was like that was just I don't like I watched the video multiple times trying to. Uh, it's cringy. Yeah, yeah. it's, dis- it's it is just weird. Like it's uncomfortable to watch because the kid just keeps bringing up like, you know, you're, like you're a free you're Asian, poor page you're you're and you're like, and like Cam is like I feel like people misread, like misunderstood uh what, what what Cam was trying to say with uh where's your dad? Right. Like I feel mm-hmm. like they were they were assuming he was being disrespectful, but it feels like when I heard it first, I you know assumed cam was trying to speak with the the, the, the kid's father and like yeah. kind of just talk talk to him and like listen like this is what your kid's saying like because the kid like when well, we're young right we don't have the experience we're immature we don't know what we're doing right this kid i don't i don't know how old he was i'm assuming he was in like his his teens right and i remember when i was a teenager i didn't know any better um we all like when, as adults now we've learned from experience we know how to approach things and I, I think, like, me now, if I saw Cam Newton, I would, you know, respect him and kind of just appreciate what he's done so far in the league and and really just, like, try to pick his brain. And that's what he was there for. Like, like people don't realize, like, if you're, like, those kids, like, don't realize that he was there out of, you know, like, generosity and trying to help people understand, like, the game of football as a larger as a whole, right? Like, because football is a very complex no. sport. why are no. you make? Paulie's you, gonna win the big bonuses. You're, you're just like helping him out, dude. Yeah, like, why? Listen, we're talking about it, right? We're talking about it. We're just kind of divulging in it, like, and 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 that's that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, and um I, I don't know, Jordan. What do you think? I think you should tell us who your big bozo is cuz that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. yeah. I thought this, we were going to discuss again, it a little bit. Kyle, this Christ. this is the
0: big bozo energy segment where we wrap up the show with our big bozos for the week. So, if Welcome you could podcast, if you bro. could dive in, and you know, our fourth episode in, you know how the format Can goes cuz we discussed listen. it.
2: Listen, we started a whole other thing so we could extend it. Maybe people want to hear my thoughts on your motherfucking <laughs> big bozo. All right? Well, you don't, know, you don't. Know, fuck you, Paulie. Fuck you. That's what I gotta say. You know, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna. tell my big bozo, and then Paulie, No, you're you want to know what. It. You're Hang not gonna on. talk about it. You Time don't out. To talk about it, Time out.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna rein this in, Jordan. We'll get your big bozo, and then we'll kick back to Kyle. You're uh,
2: not uh, gonna edit that whole thing out. Come on. No,
0: no, no. We're just, we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have fun. But it's Jordan's time, and then you can go.
1: Uh, all right, I don't know where we're going with this. All right. My big bozo this week hey, is not.
2: He a per- said it- clearly. He said clearly. Who is your big bozo? Now tell me, <laughs> you fucking bozo, who your big bozo?
1: <laughs> okay, so my big bozo this week is not a person. A is it Kyle? Yeah. Of- <laughs>
0: it's- Yo.
1: It's- as slowly yeah, it's to to Kyle. All right, all right,
0: let's go, let's go, if you're okay.
1: My big bozo this week is a group of people. It is you people who love this freaking weather. This snow, this cold, this (laughs) crappy ass weather. You guys sit in your houses and watch us people shovel and plow and snow blow and slip on our ass on the ice and freeze our asses off out there. How do you people enjoy the freaking weather? There's like, I have like six feet of snow out here. I'm exaggerating, but like I have a lot of freaking snow. I'm so tired of it. I want springtime. I want to wear shorts. I want to drink outside. Like, I don't want to be oh, drinking outside. Yes.
2: Right. You guys can like, still drink outside. You know that, right? Like, you could still go outside. It's just going to be cold, but you can still drink outside. Like, my- Kyle, if I can't <laughs> drink outside, my lips are going to freeze to the freaking can. Uh, maybe, gonna- you got, maybe you got weak-ass lips. I don't know. No. <laughs> the- why Why live in upstate New York if you can't handle the cold, buddy? Like, let's it- talk about it. Let's it- talk about it. <laughs> you, no, you're my really big bozo.
1: People just got to stop liking this weather, yo. Like, I'm so sick of snow. Like, oh, my God. Like, I don't I can't even, like, explain it anymore. Like, I'm so tired of snow shoveling and slipping on my ass outside. Maybe it's part of me being a klutz, but Kyle... Are you ready, like for this? Well, first, Jordan. I
0: wanted to give my thoughts on winter weather and uh, no, <laughs> Kyle. Who's who's your big bozo this week,
2: dude? Uh, first of all, I misunderstood that what we were doing this week clearly. Uh, but my big bozo of the week is Jordan. No, I'm just kidding. Is uh, <laughs> Jamal Adams right? Like, and and he's back, baby. He's back. It's the sequel to Big Bozo. Of I guess whatever week Paulie announced him as he just keeps becoming our bozos right like I'm, I'm sitting here minding my business I'm on Twitter scrolling through my little break that I have in the day between work and and whatever nonsense that I do on my own time right and and all of a sudden I see this guy he's in the he's in the media again he's talking He's talking about the Jets right living rent free in this man's head we I, I don't know what I don't know what happened with the with the Jets and him like outside of obviously the trade but uh he he cannot shut up about it. it's like that ex who just keeps talking and just keeps talking oh well they were they were toxic they were so toxic to me but bitch you got broken up with buddy you were the one they broke up with right how 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 are the jets toxic if they broke up with you right like how does that make sense how does it make sense paulie tell me talk to me
0: it it doesn't it doesn't make sense um, you know, kind of how this this segment might not make sense to many people because people don't follow um agendas.
2: Whoa! But, uh, Am but, I getting slandered? Am I like, what is this? A little bit,
0: a little bit, but no, it's it's all fun, it's all love, L U V. Um, but you know, that was the episode. Um, uh, make sure you look out for the poll. Did I get uh, to- it cut off?
2: I got cut off on my big bozo energy. They they were what? like. Is this well,
0: like a It's a, already I mean you were already kind of gimmick infringing on picking Jamal Adams for for whoa, trying to get a victory.
2: You, Paul, so, Paul Paul, hey. Paul <laughs> are you talking shit to me now? What is this what yo, is happening?
0: yo, Jordan. We're,
2: right, no, you. Jordan, we're gonna have
0: to. We're gonna have to make sure he has no drinks before the pot. I, apparently, only <laughs> no, apparently I only know. Jordan and I can drink during recording.
1: Kyle um, can't, Kyle's got the alcohol tolerance of Jude. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh, I'm just having fun. There's no, there's no alcohol involved. I'm just having
0: fun. All right, Enjoying okay. Our lives.
2: We're just gonna, so, I'm sorry. Got continue, Paulie Bruschetta.
0: So again, everybody, look out for the poll. Um, we love your interaction. Make sure you're using the hashtag Big Bozo Energy. Um, make sure you're following not only our podcast, um, but the Ascension Podcast Network with our our brother podcast, All In with Kevin Lewis, um, and you also got the middle initial podcast with Andrew L. Case and Jude A. Jackson. If you don't know Jude, um, get I familiar. To say to
1: Jude. I got one thing to say to Oh, oh wait,
0: we got some Jude action here.
1: Watch Superbad, Joe.
2: Like I'm. Yeah, yeah. Watch Superbad, so dude. Hey, stop so being a bozo, you. or you're gonna be my big bozo next week. Like he if, Listen,
1: just remember this right now. If he does not watch Superbad by the time we record again, I'm he's my big bozo for next week.
2: Yeah, that's that's I, perfectly I, I just fine. Called it, Jordan. I just no. You you it. know I what? Listen. It.
1: No, this is my Kyle. This is my beef with him. I'm so no. sick. I get no. legit. No, Kyle, I no. get legit pissed off at him.
0: Time okay. out. Wait, guys. I have an idea here. If Jude does not watch super bad by the next time we record he's all of our big bozos
1: yeah he's but we wait yep no 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 no
0: but we all present a different topic of what he's a bozo about and people will wow.
2: vote yep. he's guaranteed to be the bbe <laughs> so
0: so he's either going to watch super bad and we will ask him questions to make sure he watched the movie yep. or we're each going to present different situations where Jude had big bozo energy and the people will vote. So again, the, no one asked for podcast, the all in podcast with Kevin Lewis, the middle initial podcast with Andrew L case and Jude a Jackson, all a part of the Ascension podcast network. Uh, look out for the website. It is in the works. We're going to have merch. We're going to have a lot of stuff. Um, so just tune in. Um, we are building something big here. Uh, and once it takes off, make sure you're along for the ride.